Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. Today we're looking at beginnings and endings. So we're looking at how to exit situations with grace and in such a way that it actually frees you up for future possibilities. Jane, explain what that means. When we really master the way of ending something in our life, now whether it's a friendship, a relationship, a business opportunity, it can be anything at all. When we are able to master the art of getting out of it, of saying no, of stopping it, of closing a door, it gives you the power to be able to effortlessly and confidently say yes to any opportunity that excites you. I feel that a lot of people miss out on opportunities. They get presented with the opportunity, but they lack the courage to say, yes, I'll give that a go because they play the what if game. What if it doesn't work out? What will happen? What if I'm stuck doing this forever? What what, what if, what if, what if, what if? Mm, And so that fear stops them. So it's actually what fear is stopping you from moving forward. Because I see this in readings a lot when people come to me and they're very paralyzed about what they perceive to be the very big changes in life, like a job or a relationship. Like, I mean, I had to cancel one girl for over six months just to get married to the boy she'd been with for years and years and years because she had so much fear. But what if, what if I change my mind? What if it doesn't work out? What if it, you know, all of it, like Jane said, all of the what ifs. And she just didn't quite seem to grasp the concept that in life, if you've given something a really good go, it's perfectly okay to change your mind or to or to extricate yourself from situations if you need to. Now, nobody wants to go into a marriage thinking that, but it is helpful for things like long-term contracts, jobs, any kind of relationship, you know, that, that could be looking at a very big, looming, long-term thing. There's a lot of pressure riding on that. And some people feel absolutely stricken, like they feel dread almost about the the thought of literally signing their life away and I think this is about helping people realize you're never locked into anything ever and what a freeing concept that is. It is so freeing it's incredibly empowering which is why I really felt passionate about wanting to talk about this today. So I guess the first thing is that you face your fear. What is the worst scenario? Now for most people it's going to be how do I get out of something without disappointing others? in whatever situation it is. So let's explore the art of doing that. Now, when we want to end something, when you've explored within your very soul, within your gut, within your intuition, when you've really come to the conclusion that something is no longer right for you, and it may well have been right for a long time, that it's now not right, it's time to shift. Now, actually, if you don't do it, the universe will do it for you, but it will do it in a much more dramatic way. And as we've talked in other podcasts, it's nicer to do things with a feather rather than have to get the brick or even worse, the sledgehammer. So to be able to exit graciously is important. So the first thing that you do is that you really check your intuition, you check your guidance system, you check everything that you use to know that this is the right way forward for you. And you come to the conclusion that this is no longer service servicing me and it is time for me to end this scenario. So the next thing that you do is you start to get excited about the freedom, about what does it feel like vibrationally to not be doing this, to not be in this scenario any longer. 
Now, this step alone, don't gloss this step because okay. this step takes some people years. Oh, okay. Right? All right. This step is, first of all, if, if you are in a situation that is very deeply enmeshed, you know, it could be a marriage, it could be you've worked at the same job for 10 years, It, you know, I'm not quite sure what the scenario might be for you. It might be something even quite, you know, sometimes it's like breaking up with your hairdresser. You've always gone to the same hairdresser and you just can't do it anymore. You know, it's these things that we find ourselves entrapped in and there's so many layers of I don't want to offend anyone I don't want I want people to like me I don't want to be seen as the bitch or I I want to have a good reputation still or I don't want to create any worlds of pain for anyone like you know we we can literally lie awake in bed at night paralyzed with all of the reasons why it's probably safer just to lie low and keep going along with it you know and a lot of people will live this out for a long long time but as Jane is saying if you do start to actually acknowledge that when you consider another way another road that there may be little rushes or, you know, tingles of kind of excitement on that concept for you, you need to really listen and pay attention to that because your gut feeling is screaming at you that there is a better path and it is coming up to time to honour it. And then comes the big question mark, how the hell do I do it, right? Because <laughs> that would send you totally into fear. <laughs> oh, people like me just absolutely, I know, like this is the biggest thing for some people is they have no idea how to actually walk away from stuff. Like this is this is a sickness of Western society. There are people who keep saying yes for years to things that they shouldn't be saying yes to because we, it's almost like we've just never been shown how to graciously and professionally and from a seat of power exit situations that no longer serve us all right so i come back to i have mentioned this many times before but i'm going to again here because it's so crucial to the success of being able to exit something graciously is that you speak your words you speak them as your truth and you speak them with absolute kindness now the first thing is it's not personal it's never about the other person it is what is it that your new desire is are you wanting to end a job because this job's not servicing you in that it's not your joy anymore. It doesn't mean it's not beautiful work. It doesn't mean that other people wouldn't have huge pleasure doing it, but it's just not servicing you anymore. Or is it a time management thing that you really are running yourself into the ground and you just cannot continue any longer? Therefore, your truth is that while this is an amazing situation to be placed in, that whatever the scenario is, is something that does bring you joy, you simply owe it to yourself that you can't stretch yourself too thin. So it's all about the I statements. So we do this with kindness to the other person. Now, recognizing that whoever you're saying this to, whether it's a friend, it's a hairdresser, it's a lover, it's a boss, it's a co-worker, it doesn't matter, whatever you're ending, you need to be doing it really compassionately and kindly, knowing that they're going to have a reaction. And that's okay. That is because it's making change in their life. Now, it's not personal to you. How they react is personal to them. And the kindest way is to allow them to have the most beautiful freedom of their reaction without it becoming a slinging match, without, without there being anger. Let them have their reaction, hear what they've got to say, and then enable them to feel good about however they've reacted. Right, so here's a tip, is that as best you can, before you're going to go into this announcement of endings, you need to be as much as possible at a place inside yourself of really owning your decision. Because anything less, and you might get moan over again, 
because the other person might be very persuasive or make you feel guilty or you know anything could transpire and if you're not real if you haven't thought it through deeply enough or you haven't quite got enough strength or courage behind you or you you haven't like James say gathered enough evidence to really believe that this is the correct path um you know it could actually be a bit messy or a bit confusing a bit gray area is what sometimes can happen because you have no idea how people are going to react and it's the full spectrum sometimes people say do you know what i'm so glad you said that because i've been thinking the same thing you know sometimes people go off the richter scale and make your life hell and then there's every single graduation in between so on the one hand while you actually, you cannot actually take on I mean, other people's reactions, which I know is an extraordinary statement to sort of say, but it's that old adage that other people's reactions, thoughts, beliefs to your behavior is none of your business. You know, this is purely an exercise in self-honoring, self-worth and strength, inner strength, because it is about listening to your own voice and honoring your own truth about what is best for you in any given situation and a lot of people in this society will point the finger and call you selfish for doing that and there's a very fine line between the ego and true selfishness and genuine listening to your heart and walking the path that you intuitively feel is best for you and a lot of people aren't going to understand that and nor should they have to it's not about them this is about you this is what's right for you and so wondering about what other people are thinking about you is not going to get you anywhere but what is important is knowing that how you handle it is elegant, it's gracious, it's kind, it's compassion. It's really being in the moment, firmly with your boundaries in place of what it is that you're doing, you're, you're, you know, finishing up. And knowing that at the end of the day, after they've had their reactions, there will be no slinging back of, you know, well, she did this and she let me down or whatever, blah, 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 because you have done it graciously. Now, there is always the opportunity as well to be saying to somebody, well, how is it that I can help you through this transition? So, for example, when I was pregnant, I was 39 weeks pregnant with my second child and I had sold my company and I'd gone down and back and done a bit of part-time work with them through the transitional journey. And I was saying to the, the new guy that had bought the business, the CEO, I said, you know, we ke- I keep asking you, what do you want to do? I'm, I'm having this baby any minute. What are you doing with my work? What do you want me to do? And he said, I want you to go and have the baby and be back at work in two days. And I laughed. I said, well, darling, that's not going to happen. And he was very flattering. He was being very kind that he didn't want me to leave and he really wanted me to stay, but it wasn't going to happen. But I said, no, well, let's look at all the different ways that I can help you. What is it that, how can I make this work for you? And so we came to a really weird arrangement where he did get somebody else in to do my work, but I was actually quite happy to sit on the phone at home while I'm nursing this beautiful new baby and talk her through everything. So I actually did the training for her over the phone post having the baby. And he was forever grateful for that. I wasn't going to leave him in the lurch. I was not going to, under any circumstances, walk into that office. I was going to be a stay-at-home mum for a period of time with my new baby. That's what I chose. I'm not saying that's what others should, but in this scenario, I was able to choose that. And so it is about really looking at how can you help somebody through that scenario. Now, why you don't have to do that. It's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to just look after you and end that. But part of me looking after me is that I actually want to know that I'm looking after the others to the best of my ability with healthy boundaries for them to achieve peace with the decision that I've made. And this comes into all of that, you know, the podcast we did on the art of good communication and all that kind of thing too, where if you're going to be handling quite a delicate or tricky one, 
you know, you do want to be going in with a lot of kindness and compassion. Remember, you maybe have been thinking about it for a long time, but it might be a shock for the person who's just about to hear it for the first time. Um, and, you know, just combined with you, you may wish to go in with some solutions. You may wish to go in and say, look, this is how I'm thinking or feeling. What would you like to do? Here's some thoughts I've had about what we could do with the way forward. So, you know, you don't just kind of dump it on them and leave, but you actually talk through it like Jane's saying. There's a level of responsibility that may come with the ending as well, which you need to follow through. Um, you know, not creating a cat fight or a drama, but actually being quite mature and responsible and professional about seeing out the last of the energy of that chapter. Well, the reason you do that is it makes you feel good about you. This is about integrity. And I feel that this is something that's really important in my life. And I think it should be important in most people's life is that, you know, are you a person of integrity? And so I rate this as something very important that I really, to the best of my ability, try to not burn bridges. And then you can all say, I mean, there's the spiritual level of don't burn bridges. There's the, it makes me feel good to not burn bridges. Uh, having said that, there's the, well, you never know when they're going to pop up as, as with an opportunity that you're going to want to say yes to again, and you want to be thought of. And I'm happy to say that this lovely man that I did help him transition that period really effortlessly, I still get phone calls from their company every now and again. I had one only a couple of weeks ago saying, did I want to do a particular project for them? Now I didn't, but it was, wonderful that they would still consider me and still ring me because you left that was you left the right energy in the air on that departure leave a good taste in the mouth (laughs) that's it that's right Mm. now that also brings me to another reason why people have trouble exiting is because they are concerned that they'll never get the opportunity again now they may have come to a conclusion that they absolutely have to exit for various different reasons but they're really gutted and really upset that it's a great thing that they're doing but they can't continue and it's never going to come again but if you exit graciously and beautifully, then that opportunity can come again at a better time if you wish. Oh, look, there's such a there's such a deep understanding that needs to be had of how the universe works here, and it's got to do with the greatest spiritual things that can ever be asked of us as humans, which is kind of the whole surrender and jump off the cliff at times in your life where the universe is saying to you, if you dare, if you dare to be different, if you dare to walk away from that which is no longer working, if you dare to honour that little voice that's been whispering inside you for a long time and literally step into the unknown because you might not exactly know where you're going or what it's going to look like, you just know that you want something other than where you've been, you will be rewarded for that level of trusting and following in the universe's guidance. Like It's just quite amazing. And yes, fear is such a killer because absolutely people will stay in toxic situations or just situations that are just really ho-hum. Like there's some people that just get into comfort zones in their life and they just play it so safe and boring. They will do the same thing for 45 years. It's almost like they're not imaginative enough to even think they could raise the bar and even experience something else for themselves, you know. And people just get stuck in this rut. And I think that it's part of our challenges as human beings and with soul growth and with being consciously aware human beings that we do push ourselves and that we do strive and that we do take some risks in our lifetime. You know, it's character um, broadening and defining and it it's going to make you into a more interesting and fascinating person with amazing life experience and your own wisdom to share. So you must trust these opportunities, these dangling carrots, when they're presented to you sometimes in your life, if the first reaction that you feel is fear, I'd say it's a very good sign because fear usually means feeling excited and ready. Oh, that's nice. My fear was always false emotion appearing real. Yeah. So I like that acronym. 
Mm. Say it again. Feeling excited and ready. It's like the good fear, the butterflies in the tummy, like, uh, oh, my uh, God, I couldn't possibly do that. Could I? Oh, my God, no, I couldn't because of the money and this and that. And oh, But I could, but, but what if I did it? And then you just start to think, you know, it, it begins as a fantasy that you entertain and you keep shutting it down because you're a practical, boring, logical adult that just says, well, that just wouldn't fit in and how would I have the money and what would people think and rah, 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 rah. But I'm saying to you, there's times in your life that these whispers come at very strategic moments for very important reasons, and the universe is actually presenting you with some tests, and they're saying, can you do it? Can you listen? Will you jump? Trust us. Grab our hands. We'll catch you. You'll fly when you jump off that cliff, you know? Like that a lot. Mm. You know, this leads perfectly into once you master the art of being able to exit any situation, now we get to the exciting stuff. That, therefore paves the way for you to have the bravery, the courage, the confidence and the excitement to be able to say yes to any new opportunity that does give you a bit of that funny sparkles of excitement. Because now there's not the fear of, oh, what if I say yes and I don't like it? So what you've learned is I can always get myself out of any situation if it no longer serves me. Correct. The worst of the worst isn't, I'm not going to die. That You know, things might seem bad for a while, but it's going to be okay. I'll survive the fallout of my decision. I'll go on and prosper and thrive. And if any other time in my life an opportunity presents, I'm much more likely to give it a whirl because I know that, you know. I know how to get out of it. I know how to get out of it if I need to. And I'm also starting to trust the universe a bit more. Yes, exactly. So it's so exciting that now doors are opening. Now we've all heard that saying of, when one door shuts, another opens. Now, we all want the world to be that the door opens first before we have to shut the and other one, and it just true. doesn't and work how like that. often do I get people sitting around saying, oh, I just got fired, or this happened, or such and such dumped me, or this left or ended. People just do not understand that with every death comes life. It's the cycle of rebirth, reincarnation, nature, like the seasons. You cannot have a death without... Basically, when you remove the old, which is no longer working, you leave space for the new to enter. It's it's physics. It is physics. <laughs> Cosmic it absolutely physics, is. sacred quantum, geometry. Quantum it it is. You, so you mustn't get hung up on endings that you feel have happened to you. So like when Jane's saying, if you don't act for a long time, the universe is probably going to just chuck it at you and say, here, you're ready for a change now. We're moving you along. People will get so hung up on that. I have counseled people who were fired two years ago and still are jobless and can't get over it. And it's like, you don't understand. You have been presented with an amazing new chapter. Turn your back on all of that old crap and get excited about the newness of what is lying in front of you. Exactly. The other thing that's wonderful once you start to say yes to opportunities is what actually comes your way. You start having the ability to try new things that are a stretch. So rather than just, yes, I've got a new opportunity of, of, of a job that's a little bit better, better paid or better hours or better location or whatever, better people to work with or better duties. Now you're actually getting things that are quite a stretch that you can say, yeah, I am going to give that a crack. I never thought I could try something like that, but I'm going to give it a go because if it doesn't work out, I know how to get out of it. And no more, I cannot show a better example of this than in the dating world. Now, the number of people that are too scared to go on a date with somebody because they're not sure if they like them or not. Do I like them enough? Is there chemistry? I don't know. I don't want to mislead them. What if I mislead them and they're fully in love with me and I'm not in love with them? How do I get out of it? So as you master this art, 
you now can go on any date that you want. You can go on any second date, third date, 20th date. It doesn't matter. You know how to get out of it. So that whole world is now open to you being able to meet people and go out and date. It's just extraordinary. So you have to learn the art of exit. So for those that are single, because I do know we've got a lot listening that are single, of course, through my clientele, I'm going to give the tip there of how do you exit? You've had the first date and they've asked you for a second one and you've clearly said, you know, you've, you might have enjoyed the time or maybe you didn't, but you really are not at all interested in a second date. You thank them so much for their time. You thank them for a lovely evening. You thank them for the opportunity of getting to know them a bit better. You thank them for sharing what they have about themselves. You wish them all the very best. And you just say, no, I don't think I'd like another date. I'm looking for something different. Not sure what it is. However, I really wish you all the best. And that's back to that sandwich method, you know, we've talked about before of the bread, the ham, the bread, the positive, the negative, the positive. So you're just speaking your truth with kindness. But let's say, you know, people then go, well, I've led them on. Now, this goes back to the schoolyard. I'm going to use a really nasty word here, but, you know, boys calling girls prick Jesus. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of adult women that carry this with them that they don't want to be the prick teaser. So excuse the language, but that's, that is the best way of describing this. Um, and, and they have such a deep fear of not wanting to be that girl. But you're not being that girl if you're not sexual, leading with sexual energy. If you're going on a date as a mature woman and you are an adult woman and you are having a lovely time getting to know this other person emotionally, intellectually, but you're not crossing the physical boundaries yet, then you're not being that. And what is wrong and with having even, an opinion anyway? Well, exactly. Everyone's allowed to say, it's not for me. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> we don't want to hurt other people's feelings, which we've talked about a lot in other podcasts. Yeah. So I want people to really practice their exit points. Practice. And in fact, I almost think it's healthy to have an exit plan going into anything. You know how you're going to get out of any situation? Gives you the confidence to go into it. Are you saying have a prenup before a wedding, Jane? <laughs> well, I'm saying that, you know, what did I do? I became a matchmaker. I meet every eligible man. So... Husband number two could be lined up if husband number one decides he's gone. Oh, Jane! <laughs> I'm being so naughty. That is so not true. That's me at 11 o'clock at night having had a wine and being silly. No, no, no. I, no, I adore my husband. She's kidding. I am totally kidding. But mind you, whenever I see a friend's partner, if I see either the male or the female giving the other one a bit of grief, I say, careful, I'll get the replacement lined up. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. I know. Nobody wants nobody wants their their spouse as my as my backup point. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all. All jokes aside, no, no. But what would my backup plan be if my beautiful husband came home one day and for some reason he just met somebody that had the most incredible pull that he knew that the universe wanted him to go in that direction? I'd be gutted. I'd be absolutely gutted. But my plan would be that I'm going to create the best life I possibly can. What else can you do? Well, that's it. But I would be straight onto it. I would be creating the best life I possibly could. And that's not finding a replacement. That would be creating a life as a single woman then. Um, you know, this happens with people that are widowed. You know, my beautiful friend lost her husband on Christmas Day two years ago. Um, she is creating her new life now. And she is, you know, I spent Saturday night with her and she creates, she's 
hilarious and she's funny and she's coming alive again and she's excited by life and opportunity. But that's a good example, Jane, because if somebody's listened to this who's, who feel that they've had something very unfair or grief, you know, sort of yeah. forced on them, like, you know, I've lost someone, you know, it's a death, it's a child. So, you know, how can you say, I'll get excited about the new chapter beginning because, you know, there's such a hole in my life and, and I didn't ask for this and rah, 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 rah. Well... Is that in the same category as what we're talking about today? Yeah, think? absolutely. Well, it's you have an exit plan for stuff. So, for example, uh, an exit plan on, let's say, at some point in our my relationship with my husband that he actually became somebody that is not now and somebody that I'm completely not at all compatible with and I'm not at all interested in living in his vibration. I know exactly how I'd exit that. I would make sure that it is as amicable and beautiful as possible so that my children have the best of both of us. Most people don't go through life, though, thinking of the worst-case scenario, like losing loved ones or their favourite job. And it, it's kind of like you don't want to be, like, preparing for the doomsday and the worst all the well, time. Well, yeah, I don't want people to be negative annies. I don't want them so to spend too long in the negative vibration no, of that. But we have to be clear that, on what we mean. Like, but I, okay, so what I'm meaning is that I can say yes to any situation knowing that I do have an exit plan that is going to place me in an equally high vibration, that I'm not going into a victim story, that I will always be able to say no and get out of things properly. So I can say yes to a new work opportunity that I could be asked to uh, partner somebody on a particular project and it might have a 12-month plan. And I go, yes, terrific. And I could get three months into it and it's not working. But in my mind, I've actually already planned my exit of what would I do if I couldn't for whatever reasons continue with this well there's somebody else I know that's got similar skills that that's where I would go first I would actually ask that person so I actually do have a replacement for just about everything in my life I if necessary now does that sound weird from a spiritual point of view what I would be saying to people is it, it, it is just back to that concept that if something happens that to you seems really out of the blue or really unjust or really a shock or just wasn't part of your plan and it's really taken you by surprise, you don't know where to go from here, you don't see how it's going to fit in with your life or I think that these are the things that actually test our spirituality, you know, oh, right. yes, you know yes. and our trust for the universe. So, you know, if we're talking about a death, if we're talking about something like that, absolutely have have. Have your natural process of emotions. There will be grief. You know, people have things like grief, guilt, self-pity, shame, loss, like all of the heavy, even the victim stories, people have a lot of emotions that often they need to feel for a while or anger or any of those. Um, but, I, but I just think that, and we have done other podcasts on this, which is a bit about not getting wrapped up in your story. If I'm seeing you five years later and you're still laying fresh flowers on the grave once a week, you're not moving on, but actually the only person that you're injuring is yourself. You know, um, and the same with this lovely bloke that, you know, lost, he'd had a job from the age of 17 to like 50 something with the same company. And then he got retrenched because new management came in, changed everything. And he just can't get over it. And I just, I'm jumping up and down going, do you, it's like, I just want to take him by the chin and wrench his head around and say, can't you see what I see over there in that direction? But no, he's still determined to look back over his shoulder. And if you're in that situation, you need to go back and listen to our podcast on how to find your joy. Yes. Okay. There's a few, I think, that, that touch what, on this. Yeah, I think look, what, what I really, there are a few that touch mm. on it, absolutely. What I really want people to get out of this is start to practice your exit points. You know, maybe you've been babysitting somebody's child every Wednesday and you've got an opportunity to do something else on a Wednesday and you really want to get out of that. Practice how you're going to exit that graciously. 
so that you start to build the power within you to be able to say yes to whatever new opportunity does come along. And while we're talking about yeses, just quickly let's talk about noes. For some people, it might not be something as dramatic as a finish line or an exit. It might be that what they're needing to work on is that they they just can't say no. So they keep finding themselves bogged down, even if it's friends or relatives. Can you do this? Can you do that? Some people just don't have the boundary lines in life. We've got a whole podcast on how to say no, haven't we? I think we do, Jane. Yeah, but I think I'm sure that, we did. But that's an important one. Yeah, we did it, it is. Right back, yeah, months and months ago. But I see that that is actually quite deeply connected to you know whether yes, it's a it big is. one-off kind of dramatic stand or whether it's over a series of time like a snowball, bit by bit, layer by layer, chip by chip, just toughening up to better know your own emotions and what is right and best for you and being able to differentiate your voice from all the other voices around you because a lot of people have trouble with that. They go and seek a thousand opinions and they get more confused than when they started and they still don't know what to do for themselves. This is where I want you to have clarity, to have stillness, a little bit of meditation, spend some time with yourself, really listen to your gut, listen to the voices, the voices in your head, but listen to what your body is trying to breathe to you as feeling the correct and best way forward and then come the courage to honor it and on courage can I just say that the definition of courage is feeling the fear but doing it anyway absolutely thank you till you make it I think we've just about wrapped oh, up, we Jane. Have, Did you want to say have. something else? Well, look, just I really want people to not even think about exiting as well. I want you to think about when somebody presents you with a new opportunity uh, and as you're getting excited about the reasons to say yes but you find that the no's are coming up, if you plan your exit point at that point, you can then go forth and say yes. Beautiful. Thank you, Jane. So have an amazing week saying yes to new opportunities. Mm, and not being afraid to say no to the old ones. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Please help us to uh, continue the discussion after the show. Uh, we are, of course, on thewellnesscouch.com uh, every Wednesday for free. Our podcast goes up, but you'll also find us on iTunes. And, of course, we have our Facebook page. Yes, which is facebook.com forward slash love life show, one word. Love to hear from you. We try to answer everyone's messages. Yeah, we love to get the feedback as to what you want us to talk about. And uh, we just love the interaction from you guys. And, of course, you know that you can always book one-on-one sessions with either Jane or myself if you want that little bit of individualized coaching. So until next week, have a beautiful, beautiful week. I'm Jane. Have a great week. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening. And it's a beautiful day.